0: How you guys doing? Good? Awesome. My name is Andrew for those of you who do not know me. I am the lead pastor. I want to welcome everybody that is watching us online right now. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in and staying connected to Passionate Life Church. Real quick, I got I got two things that I want to talk about today before we get into the word. Um, if you are a dude, if you are a guy, um, Matt and I are really trying to encourage guys to connect. And so Matt made this... Uh, August men's event. He's going to try to do one every single month. Just uh, I, we know that everybody has different types of schedules and are busy, and we just we we want to encourage our men in the church to at least go to one of these things on uh, on this sheet of paper. Uh, if you're interested, some are within the church, some are outside events. Um, that that uh, Matt is hoping that we can get a group of guys to go and just experience. And so um, I want to encourage you if you're a guy and you want to get connected, uh, pick up one of these and and pick one of these. And then, then, um, if you have any questions, please uh, message Matt. He would love uh, to get together with you and and figure out, man, where God wants you to get connected as uh, as a man. Okay, awesome. The other thing is today is uh, baptism and barbecue. Okay, come on. And so if this is your first Sunday today or second Sunday today or third or whatever, man, you we want you to come, okay? If this is your first Sunday, you came to the right day because we are going to food feed you today, okay? It is going to be, an awesome. we got pulled pork. Come on, somebody. We've got pulled pork and chicken nuggets, and, and so it's going to be an awesome, awesome day. We've got 14 people that are getting baptized today. Come on. And so we're going to celebrate them and their decision to publicly declare that they're going to follow Jesus for the rest of their days. And so um, if you... Uh, parked upstairs. Um, And and so I would just ask that if you're going to stay to park downstairs to open up the parking lot for for second service. And and then you you got two options. Either you can help set up downstairs uh, or go home and change and come back uh, and park downstairs. Everything's going to happen in the lower lot. We've got uh, the bouncy house for the kids. We've got some cornhole uh, food. It's going to be a great time for us to connect and celebrate all that God is doing uh, in this community. Amen? Awesome. All right. We kicked off a series last week called the advantage, right? And the whole point of the advantage was to inspire us to want more of the Holy Spirit, right? And what we talked about last week, we talked about that there's really three different uh, uh, benefits, right? There's the benefits of, of salvation. When you give your life to Christ, there's benefits of salvation, right? Like eternal life, forgiveness, healing, right? And many of us are accessing those benefits of salvation, and then there's two baptisms. There's water baptism, which uh, 14 people are gonna experience today. And that is your public declaration of faith that you're gonna follow Jesus all the days of your life. Your, your old life is gone and your new life is now coming to be, right? It's a symbolic gesture that you're a new creation in Christ Jesus, right? It's a public declaration. Jesus says, if you publicly declare me, I will publicly declare you, okay? And then there's a second baptism that we talked about last week, and that is the baptism of Jesus. It's important to understand that Jesus never baptized anybody in water. That was John's baptism, and the reason why Jesus never baptized anybody in water is because he didn't want anybody to get confused about what he's going to baptize us in, and he's going to baptize us in the Holy Spirit. And so it's a separate baptism where we get baptized in the Holy Spirit, and the benefits of the Holy Spirit are gifts from the Holy Spirit, and that's where we're going to be today. We're going to be in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Today and, and let me just tell you, man, I love this church. Okay. I love you because I don't have to sugarcoat anything. Okay. You, we're at an understanding. If you, if you're new to Passionate Life Church today and you don't know anything about the Holy Spirit, we're just going to throw you in the deep end. Okay. We'll give you a floaty. All right. Like it's going to be okay, right? It's going to be okay that, that we hang out in the deep end. Okay. For the next several weeks. Amen. Awesome. Come on. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this moment. God, I thank you for every person that's in this room today and watching online. God, that you've brought us together as a community. You've brought us together to hear a word from you, Holy Spirit. And so, God, I just bind and rebuke the the father of lies. I, I, I just rebuke distraction right now that we would hone in for the next 30 minutes and we focus on what you have in store for us. Holy Spirit, all of you and none of me, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen Amen and amen. So why does the Holy Spirit give gifts? Great question, right? Like, like, why does the Holy Spirit give gifts? Okay, there's nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, okay? And, And I just want to prepare you today, I am going to leave you hanging. Okay, I'm just going to let you know, I'm going to leave you hanging today because as I was preparing this week, it it was just too much to try to go through all nine gifts of the Holy Spirit in one week, and so we're going to go through three. Okay, we're going to make it through three today because I, I really want us to to, I really want the Holy Spirit to bring understanding to this powerful subject, okay? Because, man, if we can get a hold of these nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, man, it it is a game changer, not only for our lives, our marriage, and our children, but for our church and our community, okay? If we can really understand uh, that, that God has gifts for us, okay, so why does he give us gifts of the Holy Spirit? He gives us gifts of the Holy Spirit so we can help each other. So we can help each other. Not so you can have something cool, okay, to tell people about, right? It, it's He gives us gifts so we can help each other. We're going to be in First uh, Corinthians chapter 12 today. In the middle of the Apostle Paul talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, he stops and he talks about the church. He addresses the church and he says, the church is ecclesia. The church is a body. And the, you see, here's, here's the problem with, with current culture today and why there's a disconnect between culture and the church is because we've lost the definition of what a church is. A a church is not just something that you go to once in a while when there's nothing else going on in your life. Church is not something that that, that you come to. It's not a fast food restaurant where you order whatever you want to, 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 to order, right? Like, some people pick their church on how skinny the worship leader's jeans are. Do you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> huh. How much fog is in the room, okay? Because that <laughs> is the determining factor whether I go to this church, right? Like, like like We we've we've lost it like you are a body part. I mean I mean just like you matter. To this house, like, like God has called you and he's saying that you are a body part and the, the body cannot function the way it's supposed to function if you are not part of it and you aren't helping other people with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Okay. You, you matter. You're important. You're a body part. You have something to give. You are valuable. To this house, to this body, okay? And so the gifts were given so we can help one another, build each other up, encourage one another, right? And then be sent out uh, of this place and, and be the light to the world, okay? To be the light to the world. And so, man, I wanted to jump right into the gifts, but the Holy Spirit just stopped me this week over and over and over and over again. And I needed to address this thing before we get into uh, the first three gifts of the Holy Spirit, and that is the gifts are not our identity. The gifts are not our identity. Now, now, we're in different places, okay? And some of you have no idea what the Holy Spirit was. And, and, and some of you, like last week, I had someone come up to me and say, you know what, I had an aunt. Holy Spirit person, really weird, okay? Just made me not want anything of the Holy Spirit. So thank you for addressing that the Holy Spirit is not weird. People are weird, right? And those people were weird before the Holy Spirit, right? Like, And so the gifts of the Holy Spirit have a tendency people have a tendency, whatever the gift, and, and you can get multiple gifts, and you can actually work in all the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and, and we'll get to that as we continue on in this series, but it, it, can, it can have a tendency to, to morph who you are, and I just want you to, to clarify today, you are a son, and you are a daughter of the Most High, period, Okay, that's, that's who your identity is. You are a son. You are a daughter of Abba, Father. Okay, like that's who you are, no matter how many gifts you get or don't get. Like, like that is not your identity because the Holy Spirit is the one who owns all of gifts. We don't own them. We get to steward them. We get to use them to help one another, but we don't own them. The Holy Spirit does. And so it is not our identity. Our identity is a son and a daughter. So I'm the pastor of this church, right? I'm the lead pastor of this church. If you took pastor away from me, if I was no longer a pastor, I would still be a son. Right? And and so some of you are from different denominational backgrounds, and, and listen, the and I said this last week, just, just be have an open heart, okay? Have an open mo- mind to what God is going to do in this series. And, and so I'm going I'm to wreck you in a moment, okay? I'm going to wreck you in a moment, uh, um. Because, and, and I have to address this, we're, we're not going to talk about it until next week, and that is speaking in tongues, okay? I told you last week, I, I just opened it up, uh, just ripped the band-aid and let you know that I speak in tongues, I pray in tongues, your pastor does, okay? And you're like, you know what, he's not that weird. Or, or some of you are like, yeah, I knew it, right? Like, so, yeah, I knew that guy. There's something wrong with him. And, and I... I... I, I I pray in tongues every single day. I did it this morning in the shower and, and on the way to, uh, to church this morning, and it edifies me. I do not know what I'm saying. I, I'm praying in my prayer language, and it, it is an incredible benefit that the Holy Spirit has given me, and, and my desire is that you get it too and not be afraid of it, okay? That, that's just my my desire, okay? But it is not your identity, Okay, And there's whole denominations that have built their whole denomination that say that the initial evidence of you being filled with the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues. And nowhere does it say that in Scripture. Nowhere. The Apostle Paul actually says the opposite of that, is that some of you won't get certain gifts of the Holy Spirit. And so what that does, what that does is it creates a superiority in the spiritual gifts, right? And so it's like, if you don't speak in tongues, then you're, you don't even have the Holy Spirit, right? Which is bizarre, but there's whole denominations that are built on that. And so you've got the superior Christians that speak in tongues and then the less superior that don't. We cannot create identities out of certain gifts that we get or don't get. Our identity is a son and a daughter. Are these gifts awesome? Yes, all the gifts are awesome. Are they beneficial? Yes. Why? To help one another. But some of us get some, some of us. Don't get them. And and, and so let's not get weird and create some type of super gift and not super gift because they're all important. And and that's why the Apostle Paul, in the middle of of teaching on the gifts of the Holy Spirit, he says, okay, wait a minute. You're all a body part. You all matter. Not everybody gets all the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but we're all a, a body that's working together. Everybody's gift matters. Okay? And we need all the gifts to become a healthy body, to help one another, to encourage one another, to build each other up, okay? Our identity is a son and a daughter. Should we desire these gifts? Absolutely. And I believe that God is going to give us uh, many people in this church, different gifts of the Holy Spirit during this series, but it is not who you are, okay? It is not who you are, okay? So before we get into 1 Corinthians, last week we we talked about the story in, in Acts chapter 19, the Apostle Paul meets these 12 guys, and he, uh, I don't know if they were talking about Jesus, but but uh, he identifies them as followers of Christ, and he asks them a question. He says, do you know who the Holy Spirit is? And they're like, who's that? All right. And he's like, what baptism did you experience? And they said, well, John's baptism. And, and the Apostle Paul's, well, you haven't experienced Jesus's baptism, which is baptism which is the baptism of the Holy Spirit, right? And so they were filled with the Holy Spirit and they prophesied and they spoke in tongues and in other la- unknown languages. Okay. And, and so right after that story, shortly after the apostle Paul writes first Corinthians. Okay. And, and so, cause he writes Corinthians to bring order to the church, right? To bring order to the gifts of the Holy Spirit. All right. First Corinthians 12. <clears throat> four through eight. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. Okay. Let's stop there for a moment. Why does the apostle Paul address this? Okay. It's very important to know cultural context. In Corinth, they believed in many different gods. Okay. So they had a God of fertility. They had a God of, of crops. You know, they had a God of health. They, they had, they had different gods for different things. Okay. And so the apostle Paul is addressing this. He's like, okay, listen, there's different gifts from the Holy Spirit, but it's the same God that gives them. Okay. And so he just wants to clarify that with uh, the, the Corinthians. Okay. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can what? Help each other. or another spirit. Still, another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. He alone decides. He alone decides which gift each person should have. Okay, the Holy Spirit is the one who distributes these gifts so we can help each other. Okay, he's the one that does it, all right? And so today what we're going to do... We're going to hit three, uh, gifts of the Holy Spirit. Okay. And and we're going to hit what's called the revelation gifts. And so we're not going to do them in order. Um, but we're going to, we're going to categorize them today. Okay. And the first category, the first category is the revelation gifts. Okay. The revelation gifts. And so let's read the definition of the revelation gifts today. Okay. The revelation gifts include word of wisdom. Word of knowledge and discerning of spirits. These gifts reveal what is unknown or hidden in order to bring understanding or explain God's intentions or desires. Pretty, pretty important gifts, right? And and, and as your pastor, my heart and my desire would be that we would all desire, these three gifts that we're going to tackle today, the, the the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and the discerning of spirits, because more than ever, we need these gifts. More than ever in our current culture today, the church needs to have these gifts active in the body. So let's let's tackle the first one, the word of wisdom, word of wisdom. Word of wisdom is individuals with this gift have the ability to make wise decisions and to advise others similarly. This wisdom isn't just from trial and error in their own lives, but through supernatural understanding from God. And so this wisdom isn't because you're, you've lived longer and you're old and you've made a lot of mistakes, okay? Right? That, that's why... Older people are wiser because they've made more mistakes than everybody else, right? Like the, this isn't that kind of wisdom, right? Where you've just have more experience and you've lived through a lot of mistakes, and so you you understand. You know, this isn't this type of wisdom. This is supernatural wisdom that comes from the Holy Spirit. And so it doesn't matter how old you are. Okay, it doesn't matter how old you are when you have this this gift of of wisdom. They see clearly through confusing circumstances and direct themselves and others towards God's will and direction, closely adhering to the word of God. So this, this word of wisdom, this, this gift uh, of wisdom that the Holy Spirit gives, we, we actually see this example in the Bible with uh, King Solomon. Okay. King Solomon had this gift of wisdom. He, he sacrificed all of these animals and, and God was so pleased to him. And he didn't do it out of a spectacle. He did it out of obedience, right? He did it out of obedience. And, and, and so God was so pleased with that that he said, whatever you want, I'll give to you. And he asked for, Wisdom. He asked for wisdom, and so he had this gift of wisdom to make really good choices. Right? Like, I mean, can you? Does anybody need help making better decisions? Come on, like everybody, right? Like this man, this this gift, this word of, of wisdom, being able to supernaturally, right, like make good decisions. I think it's really in important. And, and um, I, I know this is how Don and I, we, we make decisions this way by, by praying and asking God, God, give us wisdom in this situation. And then we, we also have people in our lives that we know that have this gift of wisdom and, and we ask their opinion and we ask for them to, to pray through this, this situation. And, and man, because we want to make a godly decision. We want to make the decision that the Holy Spirit is leading and guiding us to. Okay. And anybody need, you know, wisdom for a job? Anybody need wisdom of who to date or who to marry? Anybody need wisdom to where, they're, where they should live or, or what they should invest in? The Holy Spirit saying, like, I have the answers, right? Last week we talked about he is the advantage, right? He's leading us. He's guiding us. He actually sees the future, right? And, and so, man, who, do, who wouldn't want the advantage of having wisdom? So I want to encourage you, man, ask God. If you need help making decisions, ask the Holy Spirit to give you word of wisdom, okay? Helps make decisions supernaturally through the Holy Spirit. Okay, number two, number two, word of knowledge, word of knowledge. People with this gift have a deep understanding of the will and the ways of God personally and through scripture. Supernaturally, they can discern truths about spiritual matters in order to teach or direct the church. Sometimes God gives a word of knowledge about a particular situation or person in order to protect, warn, or guide, okay? Protect, warn, or guide. A word of of knowledge, um, we, we see this Jesus and the woman at the well uh, this Jesus' disciples went into town to get something to eat and he stays at the well and he meets this this woman right and Jesus asks her a question hey can you give me some water and 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 then uh, Jesus is like um, go get your husband and she's like i don't have a husband and Jesus is like that's right you got you had five husbands you had five husbands and you're shacking up with a dude right now And and she wasn't I love this. She wasn't offended by that, right? She's like, Yeah, you're right, you know? And she and, and she goes, she runs back to the town because she didn't feel judgment. And so that that's one of the things that we need to understand. God doesn't give us these gifts. Right? These discerning gifts of the Holy Spirit to criticize people, to tear people down, to judge them, right? Jesus is speaking truth to this woman. She doesn't get offended. She feels loved by God in this moment. She runs back to the town and brings everybody she knows to come back to meet Jesus. Why? Because he's warning her. He's guiding her, right? And she receives it. Why? Because it's a word of knowledge for her life I mean we, we think about what is happening in our current culture today there's a lot of confusing information all the time right like like we're, we're bombarded by c- like just confusing information from the news from 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 our you know, YouTube channels, from, from TikTok, like wherever you get information there, we are bombarded by tons of different information that can be really, really confusing. Well, the Holy Spirit says, look, I got a gift of a word of knowledge to help you discern through difficult situations, okay? Like, we need this gift more than ever. Okay, and, and several months ago, I think uh, I talked about worry and anxiety, and, and uh, I challenged some of you to, to stop watching the news every single day, okay? And, and several of you came back to me that week and said, wow, my anxiety was down 80%, right? Like, And, and, and guys, do you know that the news is catered to, to bad news? Right to make you feel bad because bad news makes you click more and watch more. And, and man, if the news was filled with just wonderful, great things that were happening, nobody would watch it. Like that sad truth, right? And and same with you. Some of you that get on rabbit holes, right? You get in rabbit holes on YouTube on conspiracy theories. You'll you'll spend sixteen hours in a conspiracy theory, but you won't spend six minutes in your Word. I mean, you want to get a word of knowledge? You you want to know like, like what God has in store for your life? You, we got to spend time with him in prayer, in his word, like getting around people that, that are going to encourage you, that are going to build you up, that are going to help you. Man, get plugged into a life group. Do life group. Do life with people. See, Satan wants to isolate us. He wants to keep us alone. He does not want us to hear truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so more of the words of Jesus that we get in us, the better off we'll be. But, but so many of us, we, we like to listen to, 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 to podcasts and, 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 and listen, podcasts aren't bad. TV's not bad, okay? I'm not, I'm not saying that. But man, how much of that information do we really need in our daily lives? How much in actuality does it help us? And, and literally Jesus is saying like, I want to give you the advantage that makes you make better decisions for your life Okay, it's gonna help you know what job to take. It's gonna help you know who to date or who to marry. Like, like it's literally going to help you make decisions better. But we have to get in, we have to get into a word. We we have to pray, we have to surround ourselves with people that are encouraging us and encouraging these gifts of the Holy Spirit. More than ever, we need this gift because. And Jesus even says in the book of Revelation that there's going to be some Christians that 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 will be tricked. Okay. That will be tricked that'll that will fall away. And so, man, more than ever, we need to stay close to the word of God and the Holy Spirit and where He's leading us and guiding us because Satan, he is the God of confusion. They, Jesus didn't come to bring confusion. He, He came to bring clarity to our lives, that He is the only way. He came to bring clarity to our lives, not confusion. Whenever you, you see chaos and confusion, that, that, that is your, that is your check in your spirit to say, okay, I need to slow down. I need to pray about this. I need to talk to a Christian brother or sister about this situation because I don't feel right. And I think all of us have, have had that, that check of like, okay, this isn't right, or or this person isn't right. I, I need to just slow down. That's the Holy Spirit tapping on our, on our heart saying, pump the brakes, bro. Pump, pump the brakes, sister. Like, like you need to slow down. Okay. Word of knowledge, we, we need this more. Than ever because we're being bombarded. Listen, Satan, Jesus calls Satan the father of lies. He is the father of lies, and he is constantly bombarding us with, with lies. And so more than ever, we need to have the spirit of truth living inside of us, leading and guiding our lives. All right, the third one, the third one, discerning of spirits, discerning of spirits. This gift is also referred to as distinguishing between spirits. People with this gift have the ability to discern whether a situation, person, or event is good or evil, right or wrong, heavenly or demonic. This gift is important because it can help protect God's people and lead them in the right direction. How would you like to know to be able to discern whether or not a situation is a spiritual matter or just a physical one, right? Like, like wouldn't you like to know if there was a demonic spirit attacking your marriage? Well, wouldn't you like to know if there was a, a a evil spirit attacking your kids and and their dreams and 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 their sleep and, and Wouldn't you like to know that so you know how to pray? And, and usually it's. What I find, it's either one or the other. There's some people that don't believe in spiritual warfare at all. They, they just, they don't believe it at all. And then there's some people that believe that everything is spiritual warfare, right? Like their toaster breaks in their morning and they're like, I rebuke you, Satan, in Jesus' name. Like you bring, you bring my toast forth. Right? <laughs> no, you just bought a toaster from Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> And so we we need to have like this healthy balance of being able to discern when Satan is actually attacking us and when it's just life. Okay, because we just, we live in a fallen world and there are bad things that are going to happen with, we are going to struggle through some certain things and it's not always an attack from the enemy. Okay, it's not always an attack from the enemy, but sometimes there are specific times where Satan will attack you, where there is a evil spirit that is attacking a certain place of your area, uh, the area of your life. There uh, there's uh, in Florida, uh, there was a time where uh, the Holy Spirit showed me that there was literally a demonic spirit in our house attacking our marriage. and 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 he and I was sleeping, and he actually woke me up out of sleep, and he says, "You need to go take care of this, right?" now. And so I I got up and I said, in Jesus' name, demonic spirit, in Jesus' name, listen, you guys can do this. You have the Holy Spirit inside of you, right? Everybody's going to get baptized in about five minutes in the Holy Spirit, okay? And and you have the power in you to say, in Jesus' name, evil spirit, I cast you out of my house. You have no authority here. And I cast you back to the pit, (coughs) pit of hell you need to send them someplace you need to send those evil spirits some place they need to go someplace you see jesus when he addressed the evil spirits he sent them to dry places right like you need to send them some place okay i mean this is a good gift to have like, like I know Don and I know that there are times where where man, evil spirits are attacking our kids' dreams and and we have to just go in there, pray over them, rebuke that that spirit, whatever that spirit is that's causing them fear and terror to have these nightmares. And just cast and and speak peace over them and speak peace over the situation because we're gonna talk about the the, the evidences or the, uh, yeah, the evidence of the Holy Spirit, which are the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And, And now we can pray love and joy and peace over every situation that we are, that we're in. Discerning of spirits. There are things that are going all around us today. The father of lies is, is, is just speaking lies over us and in us. And more than ever, we need supernatural wisdom to help navigate us through every situation and so listen this is my promise to you as your pastor is that this church would be a place of refuge, okay and the Holy Spirit spoke that to me and my wife this week as we' were praying is that this house would be a house of refuge no matter what is happening in the world that this would be a place of truth that this would be a place that 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 we would it would be set apart that would that it would be holy and that we would try our our, our very best to to keep this place a place where you can come and hear the truth of God and that we wouldn't pollute this place, that this place would be set apart for for worship and and prayer and, and hearing the word of God because my heart is that we would experience a true move of God, that we would experience a revival But if we're going to experience that, we have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We have to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. If God's going to take us to places, and, and listen, people are getting healed here. We've had, Now, we've always had people getting supernaturally healed in, in, in this place, and marriage being reconciled, uh, reconciled, and people getting saved, and people getting baptized in water. But man, what I feel like God wants to do, he wants to do even more of that in our daily lives and in this church. But the only way we can do that is if we access the power of the Holy Spirit that Jesus says, look, 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 don't you leave the upper room, okay? And before, Don't you leave the upper room before I baptize you in the Holy Spirit because you need it. You actually, we actually can't contain everything that He has for us without it. It's our advantage to have the Holy Spirit, and so I want to I encourage us today, and we're, as we transition into our response time in a few minutes, that 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 you would ask for all of them, or, or just pick one today, pick one to focus in on, and say, "Man, okay." This week, I need wisdom, okay? Or right now in my life, I need wisdom to make better decisions. Or, or I need a, I need a word of knowledge. I mean, I need God to, to help navigate me and, and warn me uh, about if I'm going in the wrong direction or, or if I'm going to make a wrong decision. I need a word of knowledge today or, or maybe you're like man discerning of spirits like that that's me today like I need I, I need that gift to be able to tell whether or not I'm being attacked by by evil spirits or I'm just living life these gifts were given to us to help us to help us and 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 today navigating through our current culture, and and, and man, we're moving farther and farther away from the truth of God. I, I, I truly believe it's literally the church that's the only thing that's holding back Satan from having his way completely in this country. But it's people like in this church that are saying, no, 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 no. We're gonna make a stand. We want all that God has in store for us. We still believe that there's hope in my family, there's hope in the schools, there's there's hope in my workplace, there's there's hope because we have the advantage. Every head bowed, every eye closed this, this morning. Maybe you'd say today, Pastor, I need to take the first step and I need to commit my life to Christ. I I need to say yes. To Jesus today. Or maybe you've drifted from the truth and you've just fallen away and you're here today or you're watching online and you just need to make a recommitment to Christ today. And you know you've, you've drifted and today you want to get right back on track. That's what's so good about the grace of God. The moment you say yes is the moment you're in his will again. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If that's you today, just slip up a hand. I just want to pray with you today. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Yes, thank you, God. You can put your hand down. Thank you, Jesus. And I would just ask this morning, if everybody would repeat this prayer, as we help those making the greatest decision of their life today. Dear Jesus, I thank you for what you did on the cross. And I ask this morning, you forgive me of all my sins, that you would come into my life and be my Lord and King. And from this day forward, I will follow you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, let's give them a hand clap today. Heaven is rejoicing.